Welcome to Not A Christian Podcast. It's not a Christian podcast. It's a podcast that just happens to be Christian. In this podcast, we tell stories, we talk about life, faith, and pretty much anything else you can imagine. Now let's jump into it. Welcome back to the show. It's Not a Christian Podcast, episode 26, right here on Friday, April the 9th. Let me just tell you guys that May 21st is going to be an incredible day. Uh, it's a Friday, so the, the show might be all right. I don't know. That's not what I'm talking about. But in the past, I have expressed to you how much I love Matt Carney. I, I said on the show a while back that, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but May 21st, he announced a couple months back that he is releasing a new album. Well, then later, another one of my favorite artists, Lord Huron, announced that they were also releasing a new album on May 21st. And then today, on the day of recording, 21 Pilots announced that they're releasing a new album on May 21st. So I think, as far as music taste goes, May 21st might be like the, the greatest day ever. Three of my favorite artists releasing a, a, a new album on the same day. It's going to be amazing. Speaking of amazing, I, I got a well, I got a little Caesar's pizza last night. That's that's not amazing. Let me just tell you, but it's it's the best we've got in Alpine. But the way you do it now, and I don't know if this was a COVID thing or if they were doing this before, but it's called portal pickup. And what you do is you can order it online and they put it in this little portal thing, and then you go to this screen and you type in like your number and it just opens up this little door and it gives you your order. You don't have to interact with anybody. You just walk into the store. And if there's nobody at the counter, it doesn't matter because there, there usually isn't anyone at the counter. And you have to like sit there for five minutes before they come, even though they have that really annoying door sound thing. But you just walk in, you type your number in, you don't have to interact with a single person. The door opens, you grab your pizza, you pay it online, so you just walk out with it. Uh, it's amazing. Let me just tell you that. Also, something I've noticed ever since uh, the, the pandemic started a little over a year ago is that pizza places will put that little sticker on your box to like seal it their explanation is like this is to make sure no one touches your pizza after it's made and here's the thing is like i didn't think they did up until they they said something about it it's i to me it just seems like i assumed that once they put the pizza in the box and shut it they weren't like opening it and rubbing their hands all over it and breathing on it but now i'm starting to wonder is that what they did before they put the sticker on there because that nobody was thinking it Nobody thought it until you said it, Little Caesars, and I know other pizza places do it too. Anyway, that's just that's just a random thought of the day. But this episode, big time episode of Not a Christian Podcast, because we're talking all things March Madness, and that takes up the vast majority of the show. So just to give you a little roadmap of where we're going, that's about it. We're talking about March Madness. We're going to talk a little bit about the Not a Christian Podcast. ESPN group and the basketball tournament itself, but the majority of this time is going to be going over the matchups and the highlights of the Not a Christian Podcast Worship Edition tournament and the bracket challenge in that. Super, super exciting stuff. One of my favorite things we've ever done on the show. So let's go ahead and jump into it. In this segment, we are talking everything March Madness that has transpired over the past month. 
And let me tell you, this past month, this past March Madness season, one of the best in recent memories, not just the basketball tournament, but of course, because of the March Madness Worship Edition tournament, the the voting that came through, the people that made brackets, it was just super fun all the way around. So we got a lot of business to take care of. First, let's talk about the basketball tournament briefly. If you're not a sports person, don't worry, this isn't going to take long. If you are a sports person, you may agree with me that this tournament was one of the best, I would say it's the best we've had in the last two years. And that's for sure because we didn't even have one last year. But definitely, in recent memory, this is the best tournament I can remember in March Madness. There were so many first-round upsets, including uh, my Texas Longhorns going down in the first round to Abilene Christian University. Was not a fan of that. And the thing about that game that, that annoys me the most is that ACU did not even play a good game. Texas just played their worst game of the season and and you know like a loss is a loss and i'm not going i'm not a sore loser about that but just objectively the final score reflects it just neither team played well teams weren't making their shots texas set a season high in turnovers uh they just made sloppy mistakes at the end of the game so acu won that game but it wasn't because they played a great game but yeah anyways that's it that happened uh texas sports fan life in a nutshell right there uh, and all the way to the championship game, uh, we had some really great matchups. The The championship game was kind of disappointing, and I was definitely not rooting for Baylor. <laughs> Just don't particularly care for Baylor or Baylor fans. But anyway, uh, what happened happened. Usually stuff doesn't go the way I want it to when it comes to sports and everything else. <laughs> everything else in life. No, not really. But sports-wise, yeah, the, the teams I root for usually don't win. But man, that Final Four game... Gonzaga, UCLA, one of the best games I've I've ever seen uh, of any level of basketball. It that game had everything. It had it was high scoring, had overtime, came down to the wire, and ended on a long buzzer beater. I love March Madness. I've said it before. I'll say it again. But we had a little tournament group on ESPN. And a total of eight people were in that, including myself. And basically, it came down to the championship game. Because going into the championship game, I was in first place. It was just going to come down to who won. If Gonzaga won, which was my pick, I would have gotten first place. But there were two people that if Baylor won, they were going to jump me and I would finish in third place. And wouldn't you know it, that's what happened Gonzaga, who is one of the biggest tournament favorites in years, were undefeated up until the championship game. That includes, obviously, the regular season conference play and, of course, undefeated in the tournament because you have to be to make the championship game. Of course, because I picked them, I'm assuming, they didn't win, and I did end up getting third place in the Not A Christian Podcast March Madness ESPN group. And there were two people that beat me, and the deal was everybody who beats me gets a sticker. So shout out to my friend Hunter. He's the one that won the group with 1,280 points. Uh, He is the champion. He picked Baylor to win. And in second place was an Instagram follower named Aaron, whom I do not have the pleasure of knowing personally, but he did enter the group, and he got second place. So, Aaron, congratulations. So, Hunter and Aaron, you guys won a sticker. So, send me a DM if you're listening to this, and I will be sure to uh, send that along to you. Like I said, I got third place. My friend John got fourth. He also picked Gonzaga to win. My friend, Oh, he found out who Dave was. I posted on Instagram and Facebook that 
you know, we don't, we need to find out who Dave is because he was dominating the bracket challenge early on. Ends up finishing in, in fifth. Turns out Dave is my friend who I know is David. That's why it threw me off because I never knew him by Dave. I always knew him by David. And he told me that when he was younger, he had some friends in college who just knew him as Dave. Didn't even know his last name. And he said that he was in someone's wedding once and, and on the program or whichever. The, the, is it a program? I think so. That has the the names of everybody, including the grooms and the bridesmaids and whatnot. Had everybody's first and last name except for his just said Dave because he was pretty sure they didn't even know his last name. So, David, thanks for playing. Fifth place. Not And, and you picked the winner. You picked Gonzaga. So, so not a bad bracket. Just came out of the gates hot because you were way ahead. And then, then you just kind of fell off the map. And then fifth place, my friend Ty, who <laughs> I might add, he just did the auto pick and he still got fifth place. Uh, and he was in first place for a while and it looked like he had a good chance to, to win. But he picked Illinois. So when Illinois got eliminated in the round of 32, his bracket was in trouble. Seventh place, Nick also picked Illinois to win. And finally, in eighth place, my friend Nate also picked Illinois to win. But Nate, in his defense, he is uh, uh, fighting Illini himself, an an alumni of the University of Illinois. So an Illini alumni that I've never thought about that before. That's confusing. But anyway, you got to, yeah, if if that's your team, you know, you got to, you got to stick with them. So Nate, thanks for participating, but you, you rounded this thing out last place. Maybe, just maybe you can redeem yourself over in the the tournament that really matters on this show. The the March Madness Worship Edition. And let me just tell you guys, I knew when we set out to do this that, my gosh, this was an, an ambitious thing to do. Because we started out on a quest. A quest to find the greatest worship song of all time. And you know what? I think we might have done it. According to popular vote, we sure did. So what we're going to do now is, so obviously there was a lot wrapped up in this. There was the tournament itself. A lot of people were invested. A lot of people were rooting for their favorites. A lot of people watched their favorites go down. And then, of course, we did have a few people enter into the bracket competition. So what we're going to do first is we're going to walk through every single matchup that happened in the whole tournament, and we'll just let you know how it went. And then after we we look at all the matchups and I tell you who won the whole thing, then we'll go through the bracket challenge where where you guys, the friends of the show, submitted your brackets and and we'll 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 see who won that as well. It's a really really exciting episode today. Uh, lots lots of investment in this. It took over a month of work. And let me just tell you guys, this was definitely the most ambitious thing I've ever done on the show because every tournament we've done so far, the Thanksgiving food and the worst Christmas song were 16 seed brackets. This was a 64 seed bracket. So it took a lot. It took a lot to put this together. Uh, It took a lot of work and effort and thought and a lot of numbers and a lot of keeping track of these things. But in the end, we did it. We determined the best worship song of all time. There is a definite winner of the bracket challenge, and we'll get to that later on in the show. So first, let's walk through the hymn region. The oldest songs in this tournament, but also some of the most formidable opponents in this tournament. Let's start off 
in the round of 64, we have the one seed, Amazing Grace, going up against the 16 seed, Great Is Thy Faithfulness. This one was actually pretty close for a 1 versus 16 matchup, but Amazing Grace took it at 61% of the vote. Next up, we had the 8 seed, I'll Fly Away, versus the 9 seed, Holy, Holy, Holy. And with 58% of the vote, Holy, Holy, Holy won that matchup. This was the only upset in the first round in the hymn region. So this region, was it started out fairly chalk, but we mixed things up later on. And you know what? As I was listening, let me just say, I listened to a lot of worship music over the past month in just putting this thing together, and then I kind of rediscovered some songs that I loved. Holy, Holy, Holy is probably my second favorite hymn now. Uh, I expressed in the Selection Sunday special that Be Thou My Vision is my favorite. We'll get to that one later. But Holy, Holy, Holy is a solid hymn. Very good. I'm so glad it moved on to the next round, even though that kind of messed up my bracket just a little bit. I lost points because of that because I picked I'll Fly Away. But the ninth seed, Holy, 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 advances to the round of 32. Next, we have the fifth seed, How Great Thou Art, versus the 12 seed, Jesus I, My Cross, Have Taken. This was the biggest blowout of the entire tournament. The five seed, How Great Thou Art, took down Jesus I, My Cross, Have Taken by a whopping 94%, which is a shame because honestly, I think straight up, straight up Jesus on my cross have taken is a better song than How Great Thou Art. I just don't think it's very well known. So go listen to that hymn by RYM Worship. That's who does my favorite rendition of it. And maybe you'll think the same thing, but How Great Thou Art moves on in dominant fashion. Next up, we have the fourth seed, It Is Well With My Soul versus the 13th seed, Before the Throne. Once again, big blowout, second biggest blowout of the whole tournament. It is well with my soul, defeats before the throne with 90% of the vote. Next, the two blood songs, the sixth seed, nothing but the blood versus the 11th seed. There is a fountain, 80% of the vote went to nothing but the blood. Not a whole lot of surprises there. I really like there is a fountain, but, but by popular choice, it doesn't surprise me that four out of five people preferred nothing but the blood. Moving on to the three seed versus the 14 seed, my favorite hymn, Be Thou My Vision versus Blessed Assurance. This one kind of worried me for a long time as I was kind of keeping track of the votes because this was kind of going to bust up my bracket a little bit if Be Thou My Vision went down, but it did not go down, but it only got 55% of the vote, which kind of indicated to me that this one wasn't going to make a deep, deep run. So Be Thou My Vision moves on from this round. Next up, we have the 7th seed, Jesus Paid It All, versus the 10th seed, A Mighty Fortress. And 78% of the vote went to Jesus Paid It All. Once again, not a huge surprise, a very well-loved song. And in the final matchup in the round of 64, for the hymn region, 2 seed, Come Thou Fount, versus 15, All Creatures of Our God and King. And it was a tough draw for All Creatures of Our God and King. It's a great worship song. However, it couldn't hold up against Come Thou Fount, which took 75% of the vote. So that takes us to the round of 32. One seed, Amazing Grace, the juggernaut of the hymn region versus the nine seed, My Newfound Love, Holy, Holy, Holy. A hundred votes came in on this one. Amazing Grace took 64 of them. And if you're good at math, you can figure up that that was 64% of the vote. So Amazing Grace moving on to the Sweet 16. Next, we had a 4-5 matchup. It is well with my soul versus how great thou art. This this matchup was, was fairly close, but it is well with my soul took 58%. 
Next, we have a 6-3 matchup, Nothing But The Blood versus Be Thou My Vision. And like I said in the last round, Be Thou My Vision did not dominate the way I wanted it to or expected it to, and it went down here. 52% of the vote went to Nothing But The Blood. That was tied for the most narrow victory in the entire round of 32. Nothing But The Blood, moving on in the upset. And then finally, we have seven seed, Jesus Paid It All versus the two seed, Come Thou Fount. Come Thou Fount took 57% of the vote. So in the Sweet 16, we have four hymns left. Number one, Amazing Grace versus number four, It Is Well With My Soul. A hundred votes came in on this matchup too, and the number one seed, Amazing Grace, went down to It Is Well With My Soul. So It Is Well With My Soul moves on to the regional championship and it is going to face the winner of the sixth seed nothing but the flood versus the two seed come thou fount keep in mind come thou fount was my pick to win the whole thing and it did win this matchup over nothing but the blood with 63 percent of the vote it is well with my soul the four seed versus come thou fount the two seed these were the final two hymns left in the whole thing and this is where my bracket kind of went downhill because it is well with my soul took 62% of that vote to cement its place in the final four. Over on the opposite corner of the bracket, we had the throwback worship songs. In the first matchup, we had the one seed, How Great Is Our God, versus the 16 seed, God of Wonders. 62% of you voted for How Great Is Our God to send it to the round of 32. Next, we have the 8-9 matchup. Your grace is enough versus you never let go. Once again, 62% of the vote went to your grace is enough. Next up, we had the 5 seed, I can only imagine, versus the 12 seed, glory to God, and 78% of you voted for I can only imagine. Next up, we have the 4 seed versus the 13th seed, how deep the Father's love for us versus from the inside out. And we had another 62% voted for how deep the Father's love for us. Next up, in the 6-11 matchup, we have Revelation Song versus Everlasting God. Revelation Song, as you guys filled out your brackets, was was one that a lot of people chose to make a pretty good run. And in fact, it kind of did. And it took 68% of the vote in this matchup. Next matchup is the 3 seed, Our God, versus the 14 seed, Blessed Be Your Name. And this was a big time upset because, it and it wasn't even close. The 14 seed, Blessed Be Your Name, took 70% of the vote over Our God. So one of the big upsets of the first round, but not the biggest. Stay tuned for that one. Next up in the throwback region, we have the 7th seed, In Christ Alone, versus the 10th seed, I Could Sing of Your Love Forever. In Christ Alone took 81% of the vote. And the final matchup in that region is Awesome God, the 2 seed versus Cannons, the 15 seed, and this was a blowout. Awesome God took it 85% of the vote to round out the round of 32. And in that round, we had the 1 seed, How Great Is Our God, versus the 8 seed, Your Grace Is Enough. This one wasn't all that close. 70% of you voted for How Great Is Our God to send the one seed into the Sweet 16. And then we have five seed, I Can Only Imagine, versus the four seed, How Deep the Father's Love for Us. And if you recall, How Deep the Father's Love for Us, probably my favorite worship song of all time. Definitely makes the top three, top five list. And it moves on here with 54% of the vote over I Can Only Imagine. Had one bracket 
choose, I can only imagine, to win the whole thing, but it goes down in the round of 32. And finally, to round out the 32 in the throwback region, we have the seventh seed in Christ alone against the two seed awesome God. Not only did In Christ Alone upset the two seed, but it did so in a pretty decisive manner. It took 74% of the vote in this matchup, which was the biggest victory in the entire round of 32 in the entire bracket. So In Christ Alone, moving on. So In Christ Alone is moving on to the Sweet 16. So that brings us to our final two matchups in the throwback region. Number one seed, How Great Is Our God, versus the fourth seed, How Deep the Father's Love for Us. This was the closest matchup for the duration of the entire tournament. 51.5% of the vote went to how deep the Father's love for us to oust. Yet another one seed, how great is our God, from the tournament. So how deep the Father's love for us. Moving on to the Elite Eight. And it is going to face the winner of the six seed Revelation song versus the seven seed in Christ alone. And in Christ alone took that 64% of the vote. That was the biggest deficit of the entire Sweet 16. So that brings us to the throwback regional final for how deep the Father's love for us and seven in Christ alone. And let me just say, out of this region, these were my two favorite songs. So, And, and I didn't expect to see this matchup. I didn't think they were well-known enough, but apparently you guys know it. And you guys chose the seven seed in Christ alone over the four seed, how deep the Father's love for us and in Christ alone edged it out with 60% of the vote. So in Christ alone, moving on into the final four. Next, we will highlight the contemporary region. We had the one seed, Good Good Father, versus the 16 seed, Come As You Are, and Good Good Father took home 63% of the vote. So Come As You Are put up a respectable fight, but couldn't hold its own against the one seed. Next, we had the eight seed, Lord I Need You, versus the nine seed, Man of Sorrows, and Lord, I Need You won it pretty decisively, 75% of the vote. Next, we have the five seed, God's Not Dead, versus the 12th seed, Great Are You, Lord. I expressed my disdain for the song God's Not Dead in the Selection Sunday special, and fortunately, and I promised that I would quit podcasting if it won this tournament, and fortunately, we didn't have to worry for too long because it went down here. 12th seed, Great Are You, Lord upsets it 74% of the vote so it wasn't even close God's Not Dead was probably too was probably seated too high but I thought people loved it and I'm kind of glad y'all don't <laughs> next we have the four seed King of My Heart one of my personal favorites versus the 13 seed Even So Come and 70% of you agreed with me King of My Heart is moving on to the round of 32 next up we have the sixth seed This Is Amazing Grace versus the 11 seed What a Beautiful Name This was when my bracket first kind of got messed up. I had the sixth seed. This is Amazing Grace going all the way to the final four. It didn't even make it out of the first round. It was upset by what a beautiful name, but it only took 53% of the vote. So it was close, but my bracket kind of got busted up right there in the first round. Next matchup, three seed Cornerstone versus the 14 seed Forever Rain. We have the three seed advancing 63% of the vote. Next, we have the song Forever as a seven seed versus the 10th seed, Christ is Risen. And 54% of you said Forever. And this was actually a popular one in the brackets you guys made to make a pretty deep run. Uh, We'll find out later whether or not it did, but a lot of people kind of picked that one to make a final four run. And the last matchup in that region is 
two seed Holy Spirit versus the 15th seed Christ is mine forevermore. And Holy Spirit won it in a landslide, 85% of the vote. Once again, kind of a shame because I think if you listen to the song Christ is mine forevermore, I don't think you could say that Holy Spirit is a better song, but that's the way the vote went. Uh, Holy Spirit, no surprises here. Moving on to the next round. That brings us to the round of 32. Good, good father, the one seed versus Lord, I need you, the eighth seed. And the eighth seed pulled off the upset over good, good father, Lord, I need you, 60% of the vote. Next, we had the 12 seed, Great Are You, Lord, versus the 4 seed, King of My Heart. And the King of My Heart took 55% of the vote to move on to the Sweet 16. Next, we had the 11 seed, What a Beautiful Name, versus the 3 seed, Cornerstone. And I thought Cornerstone was a big-time favorite in this tournament, but it goes down here. What a Beautiful Name took 58% of the vote. So the 11 seed, moving on once again. And then finally, we have the 7th seed, Forever, versus the 2 seed, Holy Spirit, and you guys, 61% of you at least, chose Holy Spirit to move on in that round. So that took us into the Sweet 16, the 8th seed, Lord I Need You, versus the 4th seed, King of My Heart. This was a very close matchup, one of the closest matchups of the entire tournament, but Lord I Need You edges out King of My Heart, big-time upset, 52%. And then another big-time upset in the next matchup. What a beautiful name, the 11th seed, takes down the two seed holy spirit 57 percent. and let me just say i'm glad holy spirit got knocked out that is one of my least favorite worship songs and i think i've mentioned this before and let me just say if i ever say something twice on the show i'm sorry at this point this is the 26th episode and i can't remember like what i've talked about on the show and what i've talked about like in real life in conversations with people the the two just kind of blur together so but holy spirit just sounds to me like the person just wrote the lyrics like whatever the first thing that popped into their head and they just put it to some music that it didn't even fit. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. It just like those words just those those don't seem like a worship song. They just seem like they they chose some random words, put them together. And anyway, Holy Spirit goes down. So in the contemporary region, we had an eighth seed versus the eleventh seed. Uh, so, so two unexpected contenders here. Eighth seed, Lord, I need you versus the 11th seed. What a beautiful name it is. This was the narrowest victory in the elite eight. Lord, I need you took it with 58% of the vote. So Lord, I need you, the eighth seed moving on into the final four. And that brings us finally to the last region worship anthems, the, the heavy hitters, the big time worship songs. So in the round of 64, first we had the one seed Oceans versus the 16 seed So Will I a hundred billion times. And we had a first in the history of Not A Christian Podcast tournaments. It only took us three tournaments as opposed to like 60-something years like it did in the NCAA tournament. But we had a one seed go down in the first round. So Will I takes down Oceans with 59% of the vote. What a huge moment. In the history of Not a Christian Podcast, spoiler alert, So Will I was not done yet. But for now, let's go ahead and move on to the 8-9 matchup, No Longer Slaves versus Great I Am. 64% of you chose No Longer Slaves. Then we had the 5-12 matchup, Waymaker versus Build Your Kingdom here. 68% of the vote went to 
Waymaker. Next up, we have the fourth seed, Mighty to Save, versus the 13th seed, Shout to the Lord. This one was fairly close. 57% of you voted for Mighty to Save, which leads us into the sixth seed, 10,000 Reasons, versus the 11th seed, Lead Me to the Cross. This one was pretty close, but 53% of you voted for 10,000 Reasons. Next, we have the three seed, How He Loves, versus the 14th seed, Do It Again. And 14C, do it again, was my Cinderella pick. I had it going all the way to the Elite 8 in my bracket before eventually losing. However, it didn't even make it out of the first round, so Howie Loves takes 63% of the vote. Next, we have the 7th seed, Death Was Arrested, one of my personal favorites, versus the 10th seed, Come to the Altar. And Oh Come to the Altar took 65% of the vote, so we got a 10-7 upset right there. And the last matchup of the round of 64 was the two seed Reckless Love versus the 15 seed Whom Shall I Fear, two songs that I really don't care for at all, but Reckless Love took it 68% of the vote, which leads us into the round of 32. The 16 seed So Will I 100 Billion Times versus the 8th seed No Longer Slaves. I thought for sure No Longer Slaves would win this, but So Will I, the 16 seed, making history, moving on with 57% of the vote. And it's going to take on the winner of five Waymaker versus the fourth seed Mighty to Save. And this was another 57 percenter Waymaker. The fifth seed upsets the four seed. Next, we have the six seed 10,000 Reasons versus the three seed How He Loves. And 54% of you voted for How He Loves. And then the last matchup of the round of 32 was Oh Come to the Altar versus Reckless Love, the 10 versus the two, and Reckless Love. Tied for the most narrow victory in the round of 32, takes it with 52% of the vote. So reckless love, moving on. So that brings us down to four in the Anthem region. 16 seed, so will I 100 billion times versus the five seed Waymaker. The five seed Waymaker was my final four pick out of this region, but it couldn't beat the 16th seed. So will I. 57% of you voted for so will I over Waymaker. What, what a run it's going on. And that takes us to the 3-2 matchup, How He Loves versus Reckless Love. 61% of you chose Reckless Love. So we have So Will I 100 billion times versus Reckless Love in the regional final. And So Will I continues its deep run into the final four with 64% of the vote, which was a pretty decisive victory over a song that's as well-loved as Reckless Love. But So Will I moves on to the final four. So we had hymns versus contemporary in the first final four matchup. The fourth seed out of the hymn region, It Is Well With My Soul versus the eighth seed, Lord I Need You from the contemporary region. This one, not all that close. 67% of you voted for It Is Well With My Soul. So contemporary region is out. The hymn is in the finals. And then throwbacks versus anthem, the seventh seed in Christ alone versus the 16th seed, so will I, a hundred billion times, so will I, won it by four votes, which was 52%. So we had a miracle Cinderella run all the way into the championship matchup with the 16th seed, so will I, a hundred billion times. So I know that was a lot to keep up with, but the thing is, We did it. We got it down to this point. We started with 64 songs. Well, really, when you count the play-in voting that took place, we had like 76 songs that we narrowed down to 64, 32, all the way until we got to this matchup. It is well with my soul versus so will I a hundred billion times. 
Altogether, we had 5,665 votes that came in throughout the duration of the entire tournament. That's about 90 votes per matchup that came through. So thank you guys for showing up. This is definitely the the biggest tournament, like I said, we've ever done in the history of the show, the most ambitious tournament. But it also had the best voting turnout uh, ever. And tournaments from here on out have a lot to live up to because I think we set the standard pretty high with this one. Before we announce the winner, let's build up some suspense here. Let's look at both of these champions' route to the championship. It is well with my soul versus so will I. On its way to the championship round, it is well with my soul faced a 13 seed, a 5 seed, a 1 seed, a 2 seed, and an 8 seed. And its average opponent throughout the tournament was ranked 7.5. So Will I had a little bit tougher of a road there. It beat a 1 seed, an 8 seed, a 5 seed, a 2 seed, a 7th seed, and then of course went up against the 4th seed in the championship round. So while it is well with my soul, its average opponent was ranked 7.5. So Will I's average opponent was ranked 4.5. So Will I had to win in an upset in every matchup to get to this point. As far as total votes go, in its path to the championship round up to this point, It Is Well With My Soul has gotten 321 votes as opposed to 268 votes by So Will I. So So Will I has not performed quite as well throughout the duration of the tournament. It did not garner quite as many votes, but all that matters is what happens in the championship round. The largest margin of victory for It Is Well With My Soul It won 90% of the vote in the round of 64 and won that matchup by a whopping 69 votes. But So Will I's largest margin of victory was by 21 votes as it beat Reckless Love in the Elite Eight with 64% of the vote. It is well with my soul didn't have too many close matchups, but its smallest margin of victory was a 15-vote win over How Great Thou Art in the round of 32, and that came out to 57.7%. And so will I did barely just get into the championship as it won by four votes over In Christ Alone, taking 52% of the vote. Overall, the average margin of victory for It Is Well With My Soul was 31 votes, and it averaged 67% of the vote in each matchup leading up to the championship. While so will I took a much more humble average of 13 votes per matchup with an average of 58% of the matchup. If you're interested in looking at the spreadsheet with all the results on it, I went ahead and put that on a Google Doc and linked it in the link in my bio on Instagram and Twitter um, and social media. So just go there and find the March Madness Worship Edition spreadsheet and it'll tell you all the breakdowns of, of, of all the matchups. With all that being said, this was the biggest tournament, the most ambitious tournament, the most voted on tournament, probably the highest stakes tournament we've ever done in the history of the show. Well, in the championship round, 104 votes came through, which made this the most voted on matchup in the history of Not A Christian Podcast and in the history of the March Madness Worship Edition tournament. With 65% of the vote, your winner of the greatest worship song of all time, It Is Well With My Soul, the great old hymn, written by Horatio Spafford, who was born in New York in 1828. And to take you a little deeper into this song, the story behind the song, Horatio Spafford moved to Chicago and met his wife Anna in 1861. By 1870, he was already very wealthy because he was a partner in a very successful law firm. 
And it helped that he invested a great amount of money into real estate in Chicago and became a very wealthy businessman. He was an elder in his Presbyterian church and a very committed Christian that was well-respected by everyone he interacted with. And maybe you know the name Dwight L. Moody, who was a famous evangelist, and he was accompanied by Ira Sankey, and what Moody and Sankey would do was that they would go over to places like Europe and lead revivals. Well, Horatio Spafford, the author of It Is Well With My Soul, was really good friends with D.L. Moody and supported D.L. Moody's ministry. But the thing is, the Spafford family, so Horatio and his wife Anna, were no strangers to tragedy. In October of 1871, the Great Chicago Fire took out a large region of the city of Chicago. The Spaffords lost their law firm, and they lost a lot of the real estate that they had their money invested in. So almost quite literally, they lost everything they had. In 1873, the family had started to be able to save up more money and kind of restore their wealth, restore their prosperity, and they planned a trip to England to help Dwight Moody in some of his evangelistic efforts. Well, at the last minute, Horatio had to stay behind to attend to some business, but he decided to go ahead and send Anna and his four daughters ahead to England on a ship, and he would meet them at a later date. His daughters were aged 11, 9, 5, and two. So on November 15th, 1873, Anna and the four Spafford girls set sail to England. However, one week into the trip, the ship collided with an Irish steel ship. The ship was broken in two and was quickly sinking. Anna tried to get their daughters to safety and she stopped and prayed to God that God would either save them or make them ready to die. Within 12 minutes, the ship sank and 226 out of the 308 passengers died, including Horatio and Anna's four young daughters. A sailor in a rowboat later found Anna clinging to a piece of wreckage and pulled her into his boat. Horatio got the news, while he was still in Chicago, that the ship had crashed, but he was unable to know if his family had survived. Nine days later, Anna made it to shore in England and sent a telegram that said, Saved alone. What shall I do? So Horatio quickly boarded a ship bound for England. And one night, the captain called Horatio to the captain's quarters and told Horatio that to his best estimate, they were now sailing in the spot where the fatal shipwreck had happened. In a letter to his sister, Horatio Spafford said this, On Thursday last, we passed over the spot where she went down in mid-ocean, the waters three miles deep. But I do not think of our dear ones there. They are safe-folded the deer lambs. Horatio was eventually reunited with his wife, and they returned to Chicago at a later date. And in 1876, the famous hymn writer mentioned earlier, Ira Sankey, visited the Spaffords. And while he was there, Horatio wrote the song, It Is Well With My Soul, in commemoration to his four daughters that he lost in that tragic shipwreck. So next time you hear this song, hopefully you can listen to it in a new light. That a man like Horatio Spafford, who just suffered the unthinkable, the loss of children to tragic circumstances, still had the faith and still had the wherewithal to write words like, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea bellows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. So while it wasn't the song that I thought would win, the song that I wanted to win, 
I have no problem with the song winning the whole thing. And I'm sure as heck glad, so will I, did not win this whole thing. Because here's here's the thing. I don't hate that song. Actually, for a contemporary song, I think it's decent. But for those of you, even if you didn't know the backstory behind It Is Well With My Soul, how could you vote for So Will I? It's, it's the flavor of the week is all it is. It's the new kid on the block. But how could you, in good conscience, have voted for that over It Is Well With My Soul? And, and, and here's another thing. If we redid this tournament in five years from now, It Is Well With My Soul would make another Final Four run. However, I don't think So Will I would. The, 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 and, and back in the Selection Sunday special, I said, I think recency bias is going to play a part. That's what got So Will I all the way to the, to the championship matchup. Because let's be honest, y'all, it's not a championship caliber song. And it got exposed in the last round to a hymn. I had a feeling that a hymn would win because I know at the end of the day, people couldn't vote against a great hymn, no matter what the other worship song was. But It Is Well With My Soul has been determined by the Not A Christian Podcast listeners to be the greatest worship song of all time. Congratulations, Horatio Spafford. I know you're not listening. You're you're still being remembered all these years later for that wonderful, wonderful hymn that you wrote. But with all that out of the way, next up on the agenda is what maybe some of you are here for. Those of you that entered a bracket into the bracket challenge, thank you so much for doing that. In total, including mine, there were nine brackets submitted. So what we're going to do is I'm going to start in ninth place, give you some highlights of each bracket. And because I'm a good millennial, everybody gets a trophy or whichever. Uh, everybody's going to get an award. So I found a good, a bright spot in everybody's bracket. And I'm going to give everybody an award right here on the show. So so let's, let's start out in ninth place. <laughs> ninth place with... 32 points out of 195 possible points. My friend Chad got 32. Chad Chad did not do very well in this tournament. He got 19 points in the first round, 10 points in the second round, 3 points in the third round. And by the time the Elite 8 rolled around, his bracket was dead. He had no remaining contenders. His championship matchup was a 16 seed, come as you are, versus a 9 seed, great I am. It didn't happen, but Chad wins the Not A Christian Podcast Courage Award because he chose Great I Am as the champion, which it's it's a good, it's a great song, but not a championship caliber song. And he also had two 16 seeds in his final four, Come As You Are versus God of Wonders. And you know, a 16 seed did make the final four, but it just wasn't the one that either of the ones that Chad picked. Uh, so Chad, you get the Not A Christian Podcast Courage Award. Um, by the way, all these all these awards that, that people are going to win throughout the duration of this show, uh, you can put them on your resume, and I think it would look great. Uh, that That's just my opinion, though. So in eighth place, we had <laughs> Chad's wife, Ashley. She So Chad got 32 points. Ashley got 38 points. Uh, she, she started off, she had a rough start, a uh, rough middle, and a rough end. She didn't do too great. 27 total picks were correct, including three upsets. Uh, so, so Ashley, you are the winner of the Not A Christian Podcast 
wildcard award because your final four was a one seed, a two seed, a seven seed, and a 16 seed. So I had no idea what you were trying to do. You chose Reckless Love to win the whole thing, which which wasn't a bad pick. Would not have been surprised at that. But then, so, so when you submitted this, I thought this was a formidable bracket, uh, but then you also had God of Wonders in your final four. Don't know what you were doing. So you win the Not A Christian Podcast wildcard award. Congratulations. Everybody give it up for Ashley. In seventh place, we had Sarah with 39 points. So she beat Ashley by one point. And, and Sarah's bracket did, didn't do too great either. She had 29 points in the first round, which put her right in the mix for the whole thing. But uh, the, the rest of the, the, the bracket was pretty rough. And Sarah wins the Not A Christian Podcast Early Exit Award. And you might think that's an insult, but let me tell you why it isn't. Because Sarah's bracket was the only bracket that didn't score after the first two rounds. So by the time the Sweet 16 rolled around, she got zero points in that and zero points moving forward. And still managed to not get last place. I think that's pretty impressive. Uh, because she was the only person who didn't score at all. Even Chad scored in the Sweet 16. Uh, but Sarah's bracket did not. Therefore, she wins the Early Exit Award. And it also reminds me of a guy at my college graduation. So, you know, it's a college graduation lasts a long time. And nobody really wants to be there. Because you don't know most of the people you graduate with. Well, at my college graduation, there was this guy. He was an older student. He was probably in his, like, 50s. Um, and he was He was a big man. Uh, and then when they called his name, he went up there and he got his, well, it wasn't his diploma. It was that little fake thing. They put it in, but instead of walking back to his seat after he got it, this dude just walks out of the tunnel of the gym and like, like he had gotten what he wanted and left and sauntered off into the sunset. Really? He just did what everybody else there wanted to do. He just got in, got his part over with, didn't stick around for all the fanfare and the recognition of everybody else. So I have nothing but respect for that guy. So, Sarah, you just got your points early on in the round, and you knew what you wanted. You got in, got out. That's why you win the Early Exit Award. So, congratulations on that. Uh, sixth place was Lauren with a considerable jump, 57 points. So, so a, a respectable bracket, but but only got her sixth place. And Lauren's award is the Not A Christian Podcast New Friend of the Show Award. Uh, because of all the people who entered a bracket, Lauren is the only person that I don't know personally. Uh, so shout out to you, Lauren. I don't know if you listened to the show or if you just saw it on on Instagram, but you sent me a bracket. Uh, did okay. Had a good had a good first round, but after that, just couldn't quite come together. So congratulations, the Not a Christian Podcast New Friend of the Show Award goes to Lauren. That brings us to fifth place with a score of sixty three. We had Danielle and. Danielle kept getting points throughout. Her her last points that she got was in the Elite Eight. She had Be Thou My Vision going up against In Christ Alone. Uh, so In Christ Alone almost made it to the championship round. So if that would have happened, you would have gotten some more points, could have finished a little bit better. However, that was not in the cards. Uh, you win the Not A Christian Podcast I Wish You Were Right Award. Because like I said in the Selection Sunday special, that Be Thou My Vision is my favorite hymn. And you had that winning the whole thing. And while that didn't happen, I would have been definitely okay if it had. Uh, so so I, I kind of wish you were right. I kind of wish you had won this whole thing. But once again, just not in the cards. Got you fifth place. And coming in at fourth place, your boy Kyle. My bracket got fourth place, so it was it was respectable, uh, 67 points, but that was a pretty big separation from the third place finisher. But 
you know, a middle, middle, upper middle pack, which is kind of what happens a lot. I got pretty ambitious. I chose do it again to make a deep run. I chose Waymaker in the final four. Uh, as I mentioned, this is Amazing Grace final four, but it did not make it. Uh, it, it did not go the way I expected. So I didn't know if I should give myself an award, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and give myself an award because this is my show and I can do what I want. I gave myself the Not a Christian Podcast, At Least You Didn't Suck, But As Always, It Wasn't Quite Enough Award. Because I don't really typically win stuff. I never get last place in things. I never do horrible, but I never do well enough to win. Uh, case in point, this bracket challenge, the Christmas bracket challenge, the March Madness NCAA ESPN group got third place. Uh came one matchup away from winning that whole thing didn't happen so I never win but I never get last I always finish like always do pretty well always a formidable opponent but anyways that's why I'm giving myself that award that brings us into the top three and I think pretty early on it became apparent that it was a four-person race and then kind of towards the end once we hit the elite eight I didn't get any points so it became a three-person race so we did escalating points each round and upsets were worth double. But if we had just done straight up one point for each matchup, so no escalating points, no extra points for upsets, if we had done that, this bracket, this third place bracket, would have tied for first place. However, we did escalating points, and we gave extra points for upsets. This bracket did very well. 44 total correct picks, including 11 upsets. For third place, friend of the show... Hunter Brown. So congratulations to Hunter. Uh, you, you, you won the March Madness NCAA group, but you couldn't quite pull this one out. So with 93 points, a very respectable bracket, you win third place. You had Amazing Grace versus How Deep the Father's Love for Us. A pretty formidable matchup, but it just didn't happen. You did have So Will I making it all the way to the final four. So so props to you on that. And the the award that Hunter gets is the best round award. He scored 32 points in the round of 64, which was the best round that anyone in the entire bracket challenge had. So congratulations, Hunter. You started out really hot. You started out, you came to play, but in the end, it wasn't quite enough. And that brings us down to our top two. And let me just tell you, you couldn't, you couldn't write something like this. Because this story has been developing for four plus months. You may remember the Thanksgiving Food Throwdown Tournament. Nate Carlson, legendary performance. You also may remember the worst Christmas song throwdown tournament. Kelsey Brown, best bracket in the history of Not a Christian Podcast. Well, my friends, those are our top two finishers. So, like, what a storybook ending. Two legends of Not a Christian Podcast battling it out to be the greatest of all time. The Tom Brady of Not a Christian Podcast. So this is like the Ali Frazier matchup. And let me just tell you, both of these brackets had It Is Well With My Soul as the champion. So these are the only two that picked the champion correctly. And of course, that's why they're in the top two. One of these brackets had a total of 44 correct picks, which tied Hunter and the other had a very respectable 40 picks. So, who won? Was it Kelsey? Was it Nate? Well, with 122 points, the winner of the Not a Christian Podcast March Madness Worship Edition Bracket Challenge is 
friend of the show, and certified not a Christian podcast legend, Kelsey Brown. So congratulations to Kelsey, 122 points out of 195. What a great bracket. But before we get to that, let's go ahead and focus on Nate because Nate had a very respectable bracket. Uh, like I said, he chose the winner. It is well with my soul. He he got it. He nailed it. Uh, but the one thing that hurt Nate was his championship matchup was it is well with my soul versus shout to the Lord. And shout to the Lord was eliminated in the first round. But that's why I'm giving Nate the Not a Christian Podcast Comeback King Award because when I saw that, I thought Nate was done in this tournament. It's like there's no way you can you can bounce back from that. He came back to score 94 points, so he beat Hunter by one point and 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 got second place in the tournament. So congratulations, Nate. You're the Comeback King. Shout to the Lord didn't make it all the way for you, but you're still able to finish in a respectable second place. But Kelsey... Tom Brady Brown is the winner of this one. And and what can I say other than what a legendary performance? She won by 28 points. So it was it was kind of a landslide and it was pretty apparent like in the sweet 16 that this was going to happen and then she got 28 points for the rest of the tournament. Uh just just a legendary performance as if that wasn't enough. She also nailed the tiebreaker question because it as well got 65% of the vote in the championship matchup, and that was her tiebreaker guess. So basically, no matter which way you cut it, Kelsey dominated this tournament. Uh, So Kelsey is the winner of a Not A Christian Podcast t-shirt, the only one in existence besides the ones that I own. So she will be the first recipient of a Not A Christian Podcast t-shirt. And stay tuned next week's episode to know how you can get one for yourself. But congratulations to Kelsey. And the deal was everybody who beat me got a sticker. Kelsey, Nate, and Hunter. Also, uh, Kelsey and Hunter are married to each other. So that was that was another element. And, and Nate is the brother-in-law. So that family is just starting like a... It's like a monarchy developing in, in the Not A Christian Podcast tournaments. So... Next time we have a tournament, don't know when exactly it's going to be, but but if you're a listener of the show, if you're a friend of the show, make make a bracket. Like you you, you got to take them down. They're starting like this weird monarchy thing that's 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 kind of scaring me to be honest. So, uh, <laughs> you know they they might just take over the show. So if you tune into an episode one day and it's not me hosting it, then then that's what's happened. The 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 dynasty will have. Taken over at that point. Let's let's have more participants in the future, but I'm so glad for those of you that did. Uh, everybody who beat me gets a sticker, so Kelsey, Nate, and Hunter, hit me up if you want a sticker. But wait, I'm not done with the benevolence. Because while I'm glad to give those three stickers, they already own stickers. In fact, Kelsey and Hunter ended up giving one away because they had too many. So I'll give them more. They can use them. They can give them away. But really what I want to happen is I want, I want to get these stickers out there in the world. So what I'm going to do is that if you made a bracket, you get a sticker. So if you're listening to this show, um, even, even if you're Chad and, and got 32 points, just, just hit me up and I will send you a sticker for participating uh, in this tournament. Definitely not like a, everybody gets a trophy, more so like I want to get these stickers out there. I want people to enjoy them. I want people to look at them and I want you to tell your friends about the show and rep and rock, not a Christian podcast, wherever it is that you go. So now that all that's out of the way, let's go ahead and transition to the closing. 
Oh my goodness, y'all. That was a lot. That was that was so much fun. Probably my favorite segment we've ever done in the history of the show. That took a long time. Next week, we'll be back to a more regularly scheduled program. But for now, that's all I've got for you. That's a wrap and that's a frat snap. Next time, I promise I'll do just a little bit better later.